0: So thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your word, for your teaching. We thank you that you're preparing us for your return, getting us ready, giving us revelation knowledge we just received from you today. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Give you all the glory, Lord. So God has been talking to us about getting ready for his return. He said many will say to him on that day. Lord, Lord, we did this in your name, we did that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. We talked about my mom yesterday, how she had to forgive before she could enter into the kingdom of heaven. We have to be in line with a word because he is his word. And when we live in his word right here on the earth, we're living in heaven on the earth. Jesus said that. He said, the kingdom of God is within you. So as we practice his law, not lawlessness, we're going to move right into heaven. But if we're not, then we're not going to move in, and and Jesus wants us to know that. He wants to correct us today. He loves those he corrects. He wants us to know ahead of time what we're doing and what we need to do to change things. So he said, not everyone will enter into the kingdom of heaven. He said, many will say, Lord, Lord. So that's like arguing. And he's going to say, you practice lawlessness. You didn't do what I told you to do. And we do. We disregard his command so easily. You know, he went on to say, so everyone who hears these words of mine and obeys them will be like a sensible, prudent man who built his house on a rock. And the rain will come and the winds will come and um, it'll beat against the house, but because it won't fall because it's founded on a rock. And then in verse 26, he said, "And everyone who builds his, everyone who hears the words of mine and does not do them is a stupid, foolish man who builds his house on the sand and the rain and the floods and the winds blew and beat against the house, and great and complete was the fall of it. So what he's saying is when you build your life on the word of God, whatever comes against you isn't going to overtake you. but when you build your house, With no foundation, the wind and the rain is going to come. Remember the storm? Jesus was in the boat, and um, he fell asleep. And a storm came, a furious storm. And the disciples are freaking out, and they woke him up. And he got up. His first instinct, he got up, and he said, peace, be still. He stopped the wind and the rains. And still the disciples are freaking out. How did he do that? Right? Right? And Jesus said, how is it you, haven't, you don't have any faith? And he's saying that to us today. He said, how is it you don't have any faith? Are you really listening to what he's saying? He's given us all power and authority. When he left, he said, you're going to do what I was doing and even greater things. I'm giving you, you my power to go and do great things, to do what I was doing. And so he's saying the storms are going to come. Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. The storms are going to come, and you're supposed to. Your first instinct is stop that storm. Peace be still. Satan, quit. (laughs) But we don't. We just let everything come on us. We do. I mean, think of the virus. If Jesus was here, do you think he'd be wearing gloves and a mask and being afraid? Of course not. He'd say, peace be still, virus stop. And that's what he's calling us to do. He's calling us to do a great work. He's calling us to stop putting up with the things that are happening that Satan Satan is doing. He's taking over and he's not supposed to be. He's fear. He's the evil one. You know, there's so many theories as to what's going on, but the bottom line, our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual darkness. Satan is causing this huge storm because he, he, he knows Jesus is coming, and he's just trying to get whoever he can in his control before Jesus gets here. And so that's what he's doing, and we're letting him, but we're not supposed to be letting him. Jesus said, all power and authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now you go and you do what I was doing. Make him stop. Stop letting him control your life. Right? When Jesus laid hands on the lepers, he didn't put rubber gloves on. He didn't. He didn't. We're to overcome. We're not to be afraid. We're to believe already that by his stripes we were healed. If the virus comes near you, you rebuke it. You don't let it overtake you. You rebuke it. You tell Satan what to do. You know, in Revelation, Jesus said that um, we are to be overcomers. He said those who overcome, their names won't be blotted out of the book of life. But what are we? We're undercovers. We're shy. We're meek. We're not bold. We're not bold like Jesus was. When he was here, he did great things. He was bold and they wondered, what kind of man is this that can stop the wind and the rain and the storm? And that's how they, people should be looking at us. The people that are afraid with masks and gloves and even some Christians are afraid, they should be looking at us, us doing that greater work and saying, what kind of people are these that they just take control over everything that comes against them? We're the people of God. We have his power on the inside of us, and we shouldn't be ducking. Satan should be ducking. Jesus took authority over him. Jesus did. He took authority over him, and then he gave us authority over him in his name, right? He sent out the disciples, and they came back, and they were overjoyed that even the demons listened to them. God is good. He's given us power and authority to lay hands on sick, cast out demons. Nothing deadly will harm us. Didn't he say that? If you believe. And so if you're a Christian and you believe, then all those apply to you. All those things apply to you. You have God's power on the inside of you to cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. You can drink something deadly and it won't harm you. And he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He gave us authority over storms. The wind and the waves got calm. In the Ambulified Bible, it said that as if they were beaten. We have to take authority over Satan in our life. We have to take authority over those storms and stop putting up with them. And that's the word God has for us today. Stop letting the storms overtake you. Stop letting Satan tell you that you're sick or you're afraid or you're addicted to something or, or this or that or the other thing. Stop letting him even talk to you. Take power and authority over him. He is a storm that only you can stop. When you build your house on the rock, when you have that firm foundation, you already know what to do when the storm comes. Jesus woke up. And said, Peace be still. He didn't wake up and freak out and say, What am I gonna do? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know what to do now. No. And he and he was frustrated with him. He said, Where's your faith? Just think of all they were doing with him, all the things they witnessed. And then he stopped the storm and that that amazed them. We shouldn't be amazed at God's power in the inside of us. That's what he's saying today. Be bold, be strong, overcome. Stop being meek and and afraid to share your faith. Just get out there and do it. I'm preaching to me too. We got to get out there and do it. Just do that thing that he called us to do and stop being timid and weak. Stop. We have a greater one living on the inside of us. So let's take authority over that storm. Let's take authority over that virus and just tell it to stop. Don't let it come near you. Teach people by walking in it. So they look at us and say, this is what God is saying to us today. He's coming and we're supposed to be getting ready for his return. We're supposed to be making the way for him. We're supposed to be preparing the way for him. When he comes, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find us taking authority over storms? Will he find us using his power? Will he find faith on the earth? Or are we just going to be overtaken by the enemy? Are we going to let him rule and reign? When we're supposed to be ruling and reigning as kings' kids. We're supposed to be ruling and reigning on the earth. not Satan. And so... He's looking for us to to get strong, and we're not ready. When He comes, if we're not doing it, we're not ready. That's the thing. He's saying, if you build your house on the rock, you're obeying me. If you take authority over that storm, you're obeying me. If you do what I'm calling you to do, if you're doing the greater work, then you're obeying me. And I don't know that you realize, but Jesus said, he said, if you believe in me, you're going to do greater things than I did. So if you believe in him, you're going to take power and authority over the enemy. And if you're not, is he going to say, away from me? I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Do we really believe what the word says or do we just disregard it? Like he said, he said, your name will be blotted out of the book of life if you're not an overcomer. Do we believe that? Or do we just read it and think, ah, I don't need to overcome? He said in verse 5, Revelation 3, 5, Thus shall he who conquers, who is victorious, be clad in white garments, and I will not erase his name out of the book of life. I will acknowledge him as mine and I'll confess his name openly before my father and before the angels. And so if we're not overcomers, he's going to blot our names out of the book of life. Well, ask yourself, do you really believe this? If you do, you're going to get busy and do that greater work. You're going to get busy and get on your knees and find out whatever it is you're missing that you're not ready. This is my part to tell you that he's coming and we need to be ready. And so listen, <laughs> have ears to hear. And that's actually what it says next. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit is saying to the assemblies. Personally, you need to get on your knees and find out where you're at. Yesterday we talked about forgiveness. My mom had to forgive or she couldn't have went to heaven. And maybe for you, you have to do that greater work. Maybe you're not doing what God called you to do. Maybe you're not taking authority over the storms in your life. Are we making God look like a fool when we're walking around as with his saying we're Christians and we have masks and gloves on and we're freaking out over something that we can't see? Now, isn't that amazing? Because somebody say, well, I can't see God, so I can't. I can't have a relationship with him. I can't see God, so I can't believe in him. Well, you don't see the virus, but you believe in it. Think about that. Think about that. So maybe you never made Jesus the Lord of your life. And if you haven't, Revelation 3.20 says that he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, if you want to make that commitment to him, and do what He's calling us to do, then He wants you to ask Him, invite Him, to come and live on the inside of you. And I'm going to pray that prayer with you. And remember now, when you say that prayer, it's a commitment. It's a commitment, and you're asking Him to come and live on the inside of you and change you. And you're going to be able to see into the kingdom of heaven, and you're going to have His power. And then He expects you to commit to His work and Prepare the way for him as he prepares you to be ready when you stand before him. So it takes getting on your knees every day and looking at the word John one. 1 he is his word. So you got to look at it every day. You, gotta, you have to be connected with it. And then he's going to show you himself. So if you want to make that commitment, I want to say that prayer with you, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are good and that you want to change our lives. And we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. Teach us your way. Help us to commit to you and to do your work and prepare the way for you. Prepare us. Show us where we're not ready. Teach us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, I would love it so much if you'd let me know. I'm excited for you. And now you are in the kingdom of God, and you're expected to put on your boots and um, get ready to just go and do that work he's calling you to Be that overcomer. Take authority over the storms. It's good news. Take authority over the storms in your life and stop letting the enemy control you. If something comes against you that isn't good, take authority over that. And just find out what God is telling you you got to fix first, and he'll give you one direction at a time. It might be to forgive. It might be to not worry. Whatever it is, you got to put on those army boots and get going because he's coming. And if Satan overtakes you, is your name going to be blotted out of the book of life? Do you believe it? Or do you disregard his command? That's, that's a question that we all need to ask ourselves. Are we disregarding what he said and just sweeping it under the rug because it doesn't feel good? If you know what to do and you don't do it, it's sin. And if you're sinning, you're separating from God. So it's a high call when you get connected with him. You're not only going to have good and he's going to take care of you, but he expects things from you. He does. expects you to grow up and um, be a part of his kingdom right here, right now on the earth, and help prepare the way for him. Do that great thing that he's calling you to do. So thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.